So if we look at the escalating rot, uh, I mean, uh, on Tuesday, uh, you had the Department of Water and Sanitation. Yesterday, it was SAA. And looking at the financial state of these state-owned enterprises, what is really going on there? Well, um, you're correct. Uh, Water and sanitation, you recall that at the end of May, we had a meeting with the officials. And we actually dismissed them because uh, we're not happy with the way they were responding. And we therefore said, want the minister to come. You know that um, Water Affairs has um, this challenge of being technically bankrupt in the sense that it owes contractors more money than it has. Uh, and we think it's a department that is very critical for the country. And there is that project in Diani, which started as an emergency at around 500 million, but it's now over 2 billion. Um, and the, these are matters that we wanted clarified, but it appears that after five hours uh, of engagement in Parliament, we were nowhere near being you know, satisfied and we've agreed that there should be another engagement. But now, which will be more focused uh, on the Guiani project, on the accruals, but uh, also maybe on the reports by Advocate Mutau uh, on the contracts within that department. And, you know, just watching all of this unfold and looking at the what seems to be an escalating rot in these SOEs, it does raise concern over Parliament and its committees and their oversight role as well. Because are we then, as Parliament, in a position to ensure that public funds are well spent, that taxpayers are getting value for their money? Well, true. Uh, except that, uh, you know, before departments sign a check, they don't come to Parliament. They operate from where they are in Pretoria and only give reports to Parliament. Uh, and Parliament then acts to the reports given. When we scrutinize, we pick up discrepancies. But the question is, how do we ensure that uh, once it happens, these things don't recur? I suppose that's a challenge that oversight has all over the world. Uh, if you're not having ethical officials, if you don't have people with the requisite political will, you'll always have these challenges recurring, coming over and over again. But uh, I believe that uh, we in SCOPA have uh, resolved that uh, Parliament should take its rightful place as the lead institution in the fight for good governance, uh, because that's our constitutional mandate, but also that's our political obligation as representatives of the people. Do you believe that uh, the parliamentary committees and SCOPA in particular has a sufficient bite to deal with these <laughs> issues? Because it would seem as though it's just an ongoing saga. Well, look, uh, SCOPA or any committee of parliament uh, cannot have the powers that parliament does not have. And uh, I do understand that sometimes when we're faced with these frustrations, the temptation is there to say you don't have a teeth. And yet, uh, on the other hand, we applaud the separation of powers, uh, which which principle implies that uh, Parliament cannot get into the terrain of the executive, meaning Parliament cannot call an official to a disciplinary hearing because that official is employed by the HOD who reports to, to the minister. What we need is a political leadership that understands that that has the requisite political shame to correct mistakes and wrongdoing and contraventions of the law once 
Parliament does its work. So Parliament must do its work, and I think Scopa is doing its work in laying bare the challenges that are there. And I think the work that we've done with the SABC, I can't say that we're out of the woods yet, but at least we're able to, you know, in, in, in collaboration with the leadership in the SABC, uh, to get certain things done that uh, tend a bleak situation into a situation where there is there is hope. So if we do our work as parliament, like we're doing in Scopa, and we have a responsive leadership, then we should be able to overcome all these things. At what point does Scopa throw in or, or throw its hands up in the air? Because if you look at SAA, for example, and it's bailout after bailout after bailout. Now we're talking about a possible 10 billion rand bailout in a country where we just had uh, poverty trends uh, statistics released a couple of days ago. H- how does Parliament justify that to the South African public? Well, well, maybe how does the executive justify it? Because that's an executive not a parliamentary decision. I fully agree with you. I mean, if you look at SAA, for example, you realize that uh, certain decisions taken years back are the ones that are coming back to bite us uh, in terms of the, you know, some of the liquidity challenges at SAA. But you also realize that uh, <clears throat> all the boards and management that we've had in the past have actually not done anything uh, to strengthen centralization or central monitoring of the subsidiaries within SAA. And that's why yesterday uh, we were to say we want them to give us a list of the offices they are renting all over the world as well as launching their own because there is a sense that suggests that uh, SAA might actually be bleeding money in areas where there is no need because nobody is focusing on the substantive issues of uh, shining a light on all the dark corners uh, money seemed to be going out and nobody seemed to be focused uh, on pulling things together. And then what, Mr. Gordy? Once you have found, because, well, uh, I mean, again, you've been doing this, you know, forever and a day. Escopa, well, trying to shine a light in these dark corners. But then what? No, no, no. I think anybody who has been closely following our work will realize that since... Uh, our stock plan review session last year in October, yeah, we really tried to do things very, very differently, basically to avoid that scenario that you're painting where uh, we just do the same thing over and over again. We have sought to narrow our focus uh, on a regular fruitless and full expenditure. We have uh, initiated a relationship with the anti-corruption task team principally because we realize that one of the weaknesses has been consequence management. Where criminality is found, what happens? The same officials who might uh, be complicit are the ones who are expected to pursue such cases. Uh, and yet in most cases, I know that doesn't happen. So how do we find a bridge between the work that we do and law enforcement? And I think we have been successful in creating that relationship and we have been successful in referring a number of cases arising from our hearings uh, to the anti-corruption task team, follow up to ensure to send the message that uh, there can be no impunity when it comes to the misuse of public funds, which I think is something that uh, we we had not had before. Have you subsequently followed up to check how many convictions there have been in this regard? Well, we have now agreed that we will meet with the ACTC at least on a quarterly basis. Um, to, to, to get feedback on what they're doing, 
how are the cases going, uh, so that we don't just send cases to them and then and then look aside because then once again cases may just stall. So we want to institutionalize the relationship, but we also want to look at other institutions, you know, like the Public Protector, the Public Service Commission. How do we bring them in uh, behind Parliament, utilize their capacities, their knowledge, their powers um, in in this fight against uh, financial wrongdoing in the public sector? Uh, just a final one, uh, Mr. Cody, on Tegeta. Um, it now seems uh, Tegeta has been sold to a Swiss company. How's this going to impact on the pending parliamentary inquiry into ESCOM? No, I think it will have no impact whatsoever. Uh, it will have no impact whatsoever. I think uh, unless Parliament decides otherwise, but from where I'm standing and the facts that are, are there, uh, those facts will still require accountability and answers. So I don't think that changes anything. Mr. Temba thanks so much for your time this morning. Chairperson of the Standing Committee on Public Accounts, uh, Scopa Temba